0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates national average twelve month savings of seven hundred forty four dollars by new customers surveyed who saved Progressive between June two thousand twenty two and May two thousand twenty three. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Support for Snap Judgment comes from Odoo. What is Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all in one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps for CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, manufacturing, and everything in between. And they're all in one easy-to-use software. And the best part about Odoo, all Odoo apps are integrated, helping you get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash snap. That's O D dot com slash snap people often ask how it is I get to tell the stories I do on this show well my people get mad at this glimpse behind our tightly closed doors this peek behind the curtain and the truth is My family, they don't listen to this program. In fact, I doubt my mother and father know it exists. I'm not saying it's a secret. It's like anything else in my family. Just another thing you don't talk about. And the notion of me openly discussing the mystery, diving into the very moments that make the least sense, wow. I know that mine is not the only family where this simply isn't done. A thing is, or it isn't. We do not discuss the shade in the chair at the dinner table. No. You simply pull up another chair beside it and ask someone to please pass the salad. That is enough. Don't look it in the eye, talking words about it, naming it for what it is. Not us. Uh-uh. That way only leads to ruin, to catastrophe. But I wonder sometimes if perhaps we should ask, who is that at the dinner table with us? What do they want? And why are they here? Welcome to Snap Judgment, the Campfire Tales episode, number two, featuring stories from our sister podcast, Spooked, a Luminary original. <laughs> special this is family tell everyone to leave you alone for the next few minutes because unlike our normal modus operandi school producer annie Nguyen, she didn't go too far afield for this story Mm-mm. no not today because today annie asked her own father to tell her a secret and now we know where annie gets it
1: My dad's always really good at picking up the phone and helping out whenever I need him. He's there for any car problems, big house moves, and he's always there to make sure I have a steady supply of dried shrimp. I know that my dad loves and cares for me, but it really bothers me that when you get us both in the same room, he and I don't really talk much. I usually try to ask him about car mechanic work and his past life in Vietnam. But he gives me a quick answer, scarves down some food, and runs into the living room to check on the sports game. But one day, I started talking to him on the phone about Spoot, And I asked my dad about his experiences with ghosts. I thought it wouldn't go anywhere, but I was wrong. And he started talking. bà
2: có kể cho bà
1: nghe là hồi xưa did grandma ever tell you any scary stories?
3: Yeah. My mom told me once when she was walking alone late at night, she saw this figure, and then she realized it was a ghost.
1: Some <laughs> back And when you heard the story, like, were you scared?
2: Me?
3: No, I'm just scared of heaven and hell.
1: <laughs> I'm not scared of ghosts. <laughs> so, bà có tình mà hâm tình. But how about now? Do you believe in ghosts or not?
3: I don't believe in ghosts. But there is this weird thing that happened.
2: Hmm. In 95,
3: I went home to Vietnam. My brothers, my sisters, we were all together at my dad's home. We're all sitting at a super long table. We're eating dinner. You know, it's like a party.
2: You me you party, you know, over 20 people, you know, a lot of people.
1: So friends and family from all over the village came to celebrate my dad's homecoming. It's a big deal because it's a small village. At most, there were 20 homes there. So everyone was really close. Like when there was a flood, most of the village huddled on my grandpa's place on the top floor. People looked out for one another, and they also partied a lot. In Vietnamese, there's a word just for eating, drinking, and hanging out. Bi
2: nhậu. There's
3: chicken, duck, pig, and shrimp. It's loud and chaotic. People are eating and drinking, talking, smoking. But I don't smoke. And then at the end of dinner The real reason that everyone is here comes up Finding the lost caskets My eldest brother says The graves that dad buried a while ago They're missing We don't know where they are
1: What had happened was The Communist party forced my grandpa To move the family graves So that the party could use the land to farm my grandpa had moved three of our family's coffins. Auntie number six, Nguyen Thi Thuong. My dad's younger sister, Nguyen Thi Han. And his older brother, Nguyen Huy Mai. My grandpa took care of the graves, but when he got sick, he had to stop. And when he died, the whereabouts of the graves died with him. And this was a big problem.
2: In our culture... We
3: believe that the dead help the living and the living help the dead.
1: For the dead to do well in the afterlife, they need the living to do a slew of rituals like taking care of the graves, lighting incense, and cooking their favorite meals. In turn, the dead protect the family. But because the graves were missing, the family started experiencing a series of unfortunate events.
2: People say if you lose
3: the graves, your kids can't make a living or do well in school. Like in my house, everyone is worrying. My sister, she is always sick. And my brother had a daughter that passed away in a freak accident. Then other bad things happened. We often think back of the missing graves. So my siblings went to a psychic and the psychic said that the arm the dead people, they hate us. They're upset that we're alive and not taking care of our dead ancestors. So they curse us.
1: While everyone is arguing about what to do, my dad's eldest brother speaks up.
3: We need to find the coffins. So let's split up. So we go from person to person and divvy up the task. But I say to everyone, if we don't know where the coffins are, how are we even going to bring anything
2: home? My
3: cousin says, there's this teacher who can help. Long ago, she was a regular villager, but one day, the dead possessed her. Then she had this ability to speak to the dead.
1: When my dad's cousin says teacher, he doesn't mean like a school teacher. In Vietnam, teacher is an umbrella word for people who are deeply in touch with the spiritual world. You go to them to get back at your ex, curse your landlord, or find the dead. That's the kind of teacher my dad's cousin was talking about.
3: My cousin says, my son went to that teacher. What had happened was, he had just bought land. Then he built a house, and then late at night, my son's wife had gone to bed. But she had been woken up by two shadowy figures that kept walking back and forth in their house. They seemed like two ghost children. She was
2: horrified. So
3: my cousin met this teacher and the teacher said, that house you built, there are two dead people buried underneath there. That's why they wander the house. So my cousin asked, how can I get rid of them? And the teacher said, you need to gather their remains and relocate their bodies somewhere else.
1: So your cousin, was he able to dig up and find the bodies?
2: Yes, two people.
1: There were two corpses.
3: They scooped them up and they buried them somewhere else. After that, the family never saw the two ghosts again
2: sau bà nó bà nói ra câu chuyện đó đầu là là trong nhà thống nhất đồng ý.
3: After everyone hears the story, we all agree that we should visit this teacher. And then everyone says that I should be the one to go, because they say that I am lucky. But I also want to go. Like deep in my body, I am curious.
2: Nhưng mà ba cũng muốn đi nữa, ba muốn đi để cho ba biết. Tại vì trong trong người ba muốn đi lắm.
1: The next day, my dad hops on a moped and zips along the highway, passing rice paddies and tobacco fields. Then he turns onto the long dirt road, and finally, he arrives at the teacher's house.
3: I arrive in the evening, and her house is pretty shabby. There's a huge crowd. A lot of people go, a lot of people go like 200
2: people.
3: They're all waiting outside to go in. So I have to stay overnight. I sleep outside. Then finally in the morning
2: at 11am,
3: they call
2: Sáng, my name. Mới gọi
3: Once inside the home, I start to think, this is odd. She prays to so many gods Like there are so many altars and
2: incense I can't imagine how anyone could pray so much Then
3: we go upstairs and the teacher tells me to pray I start praying She lights an incense I do the same She smiles She looks so gentle and
2: relaxed. (laughs) Then she asked me, what do you need? I tell her,
3: my dad has three coffins that were buried in the sand, but we don't know where they are. Is it possible for you to channel him so we can find the graves? She says, in your house, there is a special altar for one of your important ancestors. Matoko why didn't you talk to her? Why'd you come here? I said, I don't know. I just heard that you're the person that finds lost graves. But now that I know, I'll go ask Batoko. But since I'm already here, can you give me some advice? She puts her hands together and prays and starts mumbling something. I have no idea what she's
2: doing, but she keeps on mumbling. And then her hands and feet start shaking. All
3: of a sudden, her body just changes. I look into her face, and it isn't rosy
2: anymore. so pale. Her eyes are bulging... It's not normal.
3: Then, in my dad's voice, she says, Son, is that you? I say, Yeah. Greetings, dad. Then he asked me, When did you
0: come home to Vietnam?
3: Then I wonder, how does this lady know that I came home?
0: Well, since you've come home, are you doing good?
3: I say, I'm doing well.
0: Are your kids well?
3: I say, they are doing good. Then I say, how is mom down there? Is she well? He says,
0: she's doing well. All my brothers and sisters are here too.
3: Okay, I want to speak to mom. But he says, You can't speak to her. She's busy. She's not home. She's out having fun. Then the teacher starts shaking and my dad says, All right then, I'm leaving. Then the teacher returns back to normal. She asks me,
2: Chú mày đi ra đây để mà tìm lại mả mồ này kia được,
3: You came here to find the graves, right? I say, yes. Can you please show me? She lights incense and all of a sudden she looks like she's getting possessed again. When I look into her eyes, they look
2: off. They are
3: bulging and... They look harsh and
2: mean khó đó là then she asks "Sir, what village
0: do you come from?
3: The person talking isn't her. she is speaking very formally. she doesn't sound happy
2: nó cũng khác luôn nó giống như nghiêm chỉnh chuyện kiểu không có vui.
3: I told her, "I come from Somchai." she says.
0: You need to go to the village tomorrow go down the main road and at the very end make a right then go down half a kilometer where you will see two huge tombstones turn right
3: there you'll see a giant palm tree from the palm tree step forward five steps there you will find the graves that you are looking She starts shaking again. And then she is done. After hearing everything, I was shaken. It all seemed so unexpected. It felt like I was sitting right in front of my dad.
1: So with her body shaking and her face changing colors, weren't you scared?
2: Nah, I was
1: normal
2: Other people might be
3: scared, but I just sat and answered whatever was asked
1: Oh my god, you're lying If a person gets possessed and their voice changes, aren't you a little bit scared?
2: No, I'm
3: not scared My body is super awake, I'm not scared of that That's Um, me But yeah, lots of people would be scared (laughs) So I go home I let everyone know what went on Now even though the teacher tells us That we should leave
2: tomorrow
3: Our stomachs are so hot And impatient that we want to leave right away So we leave at midnight on our mopeds It's difficult to see so we take our flashlights We go to the exact spot the teacher describes We dig and
2: dig But we can't find the graves So we go home
3: We go back to the teacher and she tells us to bring her a handful of dirt from that spot So we bring her the dirt, and she says,
2: Yeah,
3: this is right. Now go home and do it again, but first go pray to Batoko. She will possess one of your family members. And that person will help you out.
2: At 6am, 5 or
3: 6 of us head to the spot. Before going out, we ask for help at Batoko's altar. Then we take a few mopeds and head out. Your uncle's Honda has a sidecar, and in the sidecar there are three new coffins. We drive along the path that the teacher showed us. On the way, I look around and I see cemeteries and palm trees. And finally arrive at the white sand beach. We find two tombstones. We look right, and there's that super big palm tree. We take five steps to arrive at the spot, just like the teacher said.
2: We all huddle
3: up and set up incense, candle lights, wine, fruits, hương đầu We arrange it on the sandy floor and start praying. Then I light an incense and say, We come here to find the lost caskets. We burn the paper gold and money. We sprinkle medicine and salt. Then right when we finish praying, my nephew starts shaking. He looks like a crazy person. I think he got possessed by Batoko. Then he jumps to a spot and he starts clawing at the dirt with his bare hands. He hits the floor.
2: And
3: we mark the dirt to remember that spot. Then he claws at a second spot and we mark that spot. He scratches at the third spot and we put something there as well. Then... Batoko leaves my nephew's body. She disappears, and he looks normal again.
1: back. But, but boy, after he boy. was finished being possessed, like, did you even ask or check to see if he was okay?
2: Không không ngỏ không No, no asking or checking.
3: Whatever he clawed, we just marked the spot and started digging. <laughs> My sibling starts digging at the first mark Someone else brings over one of the coffins So it's ready to go My younger brother digs about 3 feet deep And then he says
2: Oh,
3: Brother Hung, we dug it up I can see the casket I say, okay, let me see Everyone crowds over it looks exactly like a coffin I said, keep on digging Let's finish and find all three Only then we will know Then we go to the second spot We dig and we hit a large plank And that plank turns out to be another old coffin When I touch it, it falls apart I said, okay The third
2: spot. We dig and
3: find the third coffin. Just like the teacher said. After seeing the coffins,
2: I think... (laughs) The teacher was right.
3: So we finish up. We head out, and that night we go to Batoko's altar with fruits. And soon after, you know, I returned to the U.S. And ever since my family in Vietnam, they've been taking care of the graves.
1: But, no, maybe but isn't there maybe a chance that someone put fake caskets there?
2: No.
3: When we dug, we found the coffins. How could it be fake?
1: But biết cái này fake. But like how did you know that it wasn't someone else's casket?:
2: Well, we had to believe if we didn't, what
3: was the point of going?
1: So now that you were able to find it, was your family luck restored? Did anything change?
2: Yeah,
3: like about a year and a half later, the house was finally peaceful.
2: The trước có bà chị we bà had
3: a bà bà sister that was bà sick, and then she was no longer sick.
1: Hmm. Um, cuộc đời của đổi And did your life change?
2: bình thường,
3: My life. It seems the same.
2: <laughs> Nhưng mà ba thấy uh, nhiều khi ba cũng có một cái lạ lắm.
3: But when I think about it, there is this weird thing.
2: Cái lúc nào ba tiền, cái là tự nhiên nó lại có tiền.
3: Whenever I run out of money, suddenly money comes
2: in. (laughs) And whenever
3: I bet on football and lose all my money, the following week, there is tons of extra work that comes in.
1: (laughs) My dad's usually super busy with sports, and it's hard to get FaceTime with him. So I was surprised that we talked for over eight hours. And towards the end, I realized that one day my dad would also die and that I'd need to take care of him. So I asked him where he wanted to be buried. He said next to his parents in the village. Then I asked him if he minded where I was buried. He said he'd love for us to be buried together so that we could stay together in the afterlife. But that ultimately, it was for me to choose. Shortly after, okay, some he got antsy about the basketball game starting. No, no, no not yet. I need to ask what uh, other question do you have time or should I ask another day?
2: No, let's just do it once. You speak so much. <laughs>
1: Are you are you hungry?
3: (laughs) No, not hungry. Just ask whatever you need, and let's finish.
2: Big thanks to Papa Nguyen.
0: We sure love your daughter Annie Nguyen, who produced this story. And love and thanks as well to our voice actor, George Q. Nguyen. Please understand that the translation was condensed for clarity. The original score was by Renzo Gorio. It was produced by Annie Nguyen. Now, if you want more Spooked, if you need more Spook, be afraid. Spook Season 7 drops this September 9th. Brand new episodes arise from the ashes and will be released regularly through next spring. Available on the Luminary channel, on Apple Podcasts, or directly on Luminary at luminary.link slash spooked. And this is not the news. No way is this the news. In fact, you could wake up with cloth over your head. Wearing your best suit of clothes inside a box underground and realize that (laughs) you didn't wake up at all. And you would still not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is PRX. Support for Snap Judgment comes from Odoo. What is Odoo? To learn more, visit odoo.com slash snap. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash snap.